from Rochester, New York, home of Juno the Wonder Dog, Zoe the Podcast Cat, and Billy's Cats. This is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky, and everything's geeky if you love it enough, starring Chris Frank, Billy DeTori, and me, Tanya Metris. That was cute. Wasn't it? You were supposed to be able to name all of Billy's cats, though. Yeah, I think next time you need to do all, <laughs> yeah, well, all was of like, Billy's cats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I said Billy's cats. Including Billy, Dopey and Bashful. It could be Billy's brood. Yeah. Billy's brood. There you go. That's, that's what we've named the fan club. Mm. Oh, boy. That's why there's no one in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go Athena, but since we had you and Dan, so I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go to Billy's Cats. Okay, so, well, Billy's Cats then for tonight. And yeah. for future reference for the listeners, we have Dora, Precious, Oliver, Daniel, and Bob. If you want to be formal, it's Daniel, Tiger, and Silent Bob. There it is. All right. Remember that for next time. Yeah, there will be a quiz. I won't. There will be a quiz. How are we doing, guys? Not too bad. Doing all right. Doing all I'm right in issues. the overall. You're having issues. Yeah, it's uh, stupid. Just stupid stuff happening all day today. At the home it's front. A, it's just stuff with me. I'm just like totally stupid things. Like I'm like playing WoW with Sean, and he goes, "I thought you sent me a picture." I'm like, "I did," and he goes, "I'm like, oh wait, I only took the picture. I never sent it." So it was like, <laughs> he's like, "What about this?" I'm like, "Leave me alone. I'm having issues." So. Yeah, it's been one of those days. It's hard when your whole routine is out of whack. And yeah, my, yeah, my routine's like been out of whack for 10 days, and it's out of whack at least until April 15th. It really is. I'm a big fan of routines, and it, it just feels wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I and I'm a homebody, so this hasn't really crushed me the way it has a lot of people, but it still doesn't feel right at all. No. No, I was actually amazed when when Tanya told me that there was uh, like a like a travel curfew after a certain hour, and I'm like, I thought people were just joking about that. That's a real thing. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's that's really happening. No, Anne actually was pulled over, I think, on Friday of last week, right before it went into effect, uh-huh. and she was pulled over. She was headed to um, the running store to get stuff for the farm, and they're okay. like. She's like, oh, was I speeding? He's like, no. He goes, where are you going? And he's, she's explained what she was going to running. So he goes, what for? She goes, for the farm. Which farm? And she said, and she goes, who are you? She goes, I'm so-and-so. And it's like, where's the farm? So she had to give them like the whole rigmarole. Oh, wow. About this. And they're like, well, what are you getting? She's like, well, ear tags and castration bands and something else. And he's like, okay, <laughs> goodbye. So yeah. <laughs> she's like, I have to remember that for definitely wow. for next time. That, Yikes. But, but um, the, the farm's an essential business. So right. therefore she's able to travel. And um, she said today that she almost had to go to Tampa today. Oh, to help the 912 network get back up down there. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm like, wait, it says that somebody from New York can't fly to Florida unless you're isolated for two weeks prior to going in. And she goes, no, I have a Department of Homeland Security waiver. So oh, she's like, wow. I'm, a- I'm allowed to do that. So with her job, she's got higher clearance in essential than any one of us. Jesus. Yeah, that's interesting. Sounds impressive. Yes. So I'm not that cool. So when all the essential employees are out working and when we get to go back to work for those that aren't like super essential like me, um, Mm -hmm. Anne's like, can I take the day off, please? Because right now she's already in overtime hours. Right. Huh. That's impressive. So if, if she's like ignoring us, that's the reason why. Well, it's okay. We still love her anyway. Yes. Yeah. We do love her. We do. We it's do. It's true. It's phenomenal. Wow, I'm talking a lot today. It's you good. Are. I'm proud of you. It must be the Mike's Harder Blood Orange. Yes, that's it. You had to, the primer <laughs> coat going on. Yes. So we have we have a thing going on today. We're, we we're do. doing a thing. We're doing a thing in this episode. Yeah, people um, aren't gonna have to listen to just us today. Yeah. No. Well, we're having they could. We're, 
We're doing our first interview in ages. I think it's our first interview of 2020. It is. It's our first. It's our first interview in like months, but definitely in, in 2020. When did we do um, the interview with uh, Christina? Oh God, that was almost a year ago, I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like almost a year ago at this point. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, but now, because here's here's what we did. We compensated for the fact that uh, FC3 2020 got postponed. Okay. So since you're not going to get a chance to meet this particular gentleman in two months, we're going to give you an opportunity to at least listen to him. Get to hear him talk, and I'm talking about none other than Power Ranger Jason Fount, who played uh, Wes Collins in Time Force. Uh, so he's going to be joining us in our little chat room here, and we're going to chat with the we're going <laughs> to chat in the chat room. We're going <laughs> to chat with Jason for a little bit. Uh, we got some questions for him. I even reached out to uh, our, our our boy Ray, Ray, and and his first reaction was, "Well, why do you need to?" First, I asked him. I said, "Anything you need to? Uh, any questions you want to ask Jason Fount?" So he waits. I wait about twenty minutes, and then I get the respond. Bunch of good questions, but I'm look. I'm reading the questions. I'm like, these don't make sense. Oh, and I called him. I'm like, I said Jason Font, not Jason David Frank, right? And he starts <laughs> laughing. He's like, Oh man, I didn't even read that. I just saw Jason and Power Rangers, and I went with it. I'm like, Okay. So he gave me he gave me some good questions to ask uh, Jason Font about Wes and and what it was like to be part of the Rangers thing. And mm-hmm. then he's like, So I, you guys are back in the studio. I said, no, 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 we don't have the studio anymore. We're doing this online. He goes, oh, can I come over? I'm like, no, 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 the house is on lockdown. It can't, it can't let you in because of the, the virus scare and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, well, can you send me a I'm like, no. We love you, Ray, but no. We love you, Ray. I'm like, no, you have to understand. I want to keep the interview under an hour. So <laughs> and he's Dan like, wants okay. to go to bed. Yeah, yeah eventually. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So... So yeah, that's a thing. And we got that going on. Uh, so we're going to talk to to Jason. We got some questions for him. We're going to get to know him a little bit better. Looking forward to that. Um, we're going to stretch our legs in using some Zencaster action here, which is kind of cool. I'm excited to the potential now, now that we've done it a couple of times. And and uh, so, uh, yeah, here we are. Someone's uh, breathing heavy. Is it Dan? It's not me. Is it Dan? My, my yeah, lungs are working so, fine. I am not. I know. You're hitting the mic. All of a sudden, I hear extra breathing. I was so excited about this podcast. (laughs) Do you need some time alone? Oh, no. I'm on a roll today. She must be feeling butter today. (laughs) Chris, I think you should ask uh, Jason Font the questions for the other Jason, just to see what he would say. I, I think I'm not going to push it. My luck on that one, but oh, yeah, I get it. So, so yeah. So, how was it working with Kimberly Jo? Or how about it was it? What? Yeah, Amy Jo Johnson. Wait, wrong, Jason. So. That would be a bad way to start off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have to chop the ponytail? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because there are so many Jasons between the characters and the actors. Right. Because Austin St. John's real name is Jason, but he doesn't go by it. Right. And he plays Jason Scott on Morphin Power Rangers. So Jason if you want to be involved in Power Rangers, you have to have the name Jason. And then there's Jason David Frank and now Jason Font. And I don't know how many more Jasons on there, but you must really like it. Jason Carr, Jason Momoa. (laughs) You're just now naming Jasons, right? Yeah. But yeah. I'm guilty of that, I suppose. It's a thing. Hmm. Anyway, so shall we give this a run then? So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will have... We will have Jason? We will have Jasons with us. Hey, Jason. How you doing, Jason? (laughs) (laughs) Billy and I apparently picked up on that. Yeah, Hmm. We're chasing Jason. And the Jason Jason? And a Jason Jason. We're chasing a Jason. Okay, we should stop now. Are you guys done? <laughs> I don't think so. That's Are we chasing Jason? Yeah, that's a thing. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll be right back. Now for a message from our sponsors, Carmen Industries. Uh, 
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we're having a good time as always. I hope, like I said at the beginning of the show, everybody's staying safe, everybody's staying secure, and, uh, and keep talking to each other through whatever means you've got. Now, as I promised, in the quote-unquote studio with us right now is none other than the man, the myth, and future FC3 guest, Jason Font from Power Rangers. Jason, hello, sir. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward. Absolutely. Dude, I, um, I got I to gotta be up front. It's confession time for me. I've never been a huge <laughs> Power Rangers aficionado. I, I, whatever I've picked up, I've picked up from uh, all the of the fans of who come us. to our show and all the rest of Everybody tells me the stories. And so I feel like I've lived the show through vicariously through all my friends. But I got to tell you, every single Power Rangers actor I have met, and I've had a chance to meet a lot of them so far, like 10 or 11 at this point, ever, all, all of you guys are just amazing people. So I've always appreciated when you share your time with us. Sure. Um, now that leads me kind of my first question real quick. Do you guys see each other a lot? Do you guys like interact a lot or is it just kind of kind of the convention circuit? You know, it's funny. It, it's, uh, the Power Ranger family is a real fraternity. Um, and by fraternity, I mean guys and girls. It's just such a close bond because we've got this special little place in pop culture that we, we've all been fortunate enough to grace. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there's just a special bond there. So we, we all live, a lot of us live in LA, but we ironically don't see a ton of each other because it feels like every weekend we're at a show and I could be at a show and I'm with, I'm with Walter and David Yost and Jason David Frank. And then the next week I'm with the Time Force cast. Next week I'm with the Mega Force. So we actually get all of our get togethers and visits when we're on the road together. Nice. So, um, so yeah, that's that. And we do, we, when we're together, we all, you know, get dinner and hang out and, and do all that fun stuff for sure. Well, it's got to make the convention circuit easier because you know you're going to run into somebody that you can you can hang with. So you're never going to be in kind of a spot alone in after a yeah. fashion. Now, as I've said to you when we were doing prep, getting ready, um, you know, as we are a comic book uh, convention, comic books they love their origin stories. I want to pick your brain. I want to find out what was that seed? How did that seed get planted that you became an actor and more to the point, eventually a ranger? Yeah, well, it's it's a it's an actually a really really good story and one that I'm asked a lot, but. What happened was, is I was a sophomore in high school and um, I had gotten, I don't know at the time, the flu, whatever it was, you know, you're sick, fever's throwing up. So I stayed home. Uh, if you guys, of course, you guys remember this, but I'm dating myself, blockbuster videos, right? Yeah. So, so my parents both worked. So it was kind of like, hey, we're going to get him some movies. And I was just going to have to, you know, be at home hanging out. My parents both had to work. So my mom rented a movie called Risky Business. Oh, and, I love that movie. Classic. Yeah, and, 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 and in that movie, during that two, two and a half hours, I just completely forgot about the sickness. I was taken away. And I thought, man, how fun does that look? I mean, how mm -hmm. cool to, to, to be fortunate enough to be an actor in something like that. And I became a huge Tom Cruise fan. Um, I became a huge fan of, of entertainment and acting at that point. And uh, I had already been a, a very successful baseball player. I played college and pro baseball, uh, briefly pro, you know, and then after I was officially done, um, I literally packed up my bags, went out to LA with, I think my truck had like 175, 200,000 miles on it. Nice. I probably had $1,500 to my name. I literally packed up, drove across country and just, and just dove in. I knew okay. one person out there. And I just go, I don't know anything about this world. I've never done a play, but I'm going to go learn, pin my ears back and, and, and just see what I can make of this. And so just for me, business. if I can jump in, I'm a huge baseball fan. What position did you play? Did you make a ball, double a, just curious yeah. because I, I love baseball. Well, yeah. I played shortstop. Yeah. Um, and then I went to, uh, there's, a, there's a longer story that we'll talk about when we all meet, but I went to university of Iowa and played ball there initially. And then I transferred to a smaller division one school called university of North Carolina, Asheville. So I was out in the South and I got to play against, I mean, some, a lot of guys I watched continue playing in the majors for years when we were playing against Florida state and Tennessee and a lot of big schools. Um, and then after I was done, um, I played rookie ball in Honeybird, Indiana, uh, Dubos County dragons it's right by the border of uh, um, Kentucky and Indiana. And what's funny is we used to sell out three, 4,000 seats a game. I mean, in that city, we were the attraction. But our home stadium was the stadium that they built specifically to film a movie called League of Their Own. 
Great so movie. Just a little movie. Yeah, so that movie, the stadium was built for that movie. And that was our home stadium. So it had this real um, historic feel of like an old 1940s, you know, whenever that movie took place again, 1940s era uh, field. And that was our home stadium. So the Dubose County Dragons in Honeyburg, Indiana. Independent cool. ball. Yep. Thank you. Very, Very cool. cool. Very cool. And shortstops, man, hardest working guys on the infield. Yeah, that's where a lot of the action comes. So <laughs> had a lot. So I, I played that out till its end. And once I I kind of hit hit my end with that, um, a year after college, I, I packed up and left. I packed up. That's and amazing. Left. And I got to tell you, that's that's a ballsy move because you know you ha you hear of the the folks who've done the the drama club stuff and the you know the community theater and they and they've done the acting classes and they're like okay. I'm, I'm going to LA to be a star. And then they pack up with the $1,500 in their, their pocket and the, the yep. 100,000 mile vehicle and they go out and do their thing. But you were like, you know what? I think I got this. I'm going to do this. And it, so it's an entirely kind of a different angle for it. Yeah. And I had, well, my best friend went to USC. So I had yeah. a place to stay. Oh, good. You know, I, lived in, I lived in his fraternity house for free for like the first three months. Uh -huh. So that gave me a chance to like start finding a place to wait tables and and, and kind of create like a, a little bit of a, of a network of people I knew and just, just get some money going. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the worst and best thing is my parents, you know, I came from a very, you know, lower middle-class family. So they were like, Hey, you're on your own. You know, we help you through college. Um, you know, and so th this is on your own. So uh, you, you go out there with no ego, you go out there just wanting to learn, knowing, you know, the answers to nothing. Mm -hmm. And um and I just always heard, you know, I've always heard, I always listen. I'm kind of a, a geek for, you know, listening to people when successful, what they've done, the path they've taken. And, and I always remember Harrison Ford saying, that's just such a waiting game. You just like anything, you got to put your time in and do your, have your dues, do hard work, be a good person and, and just, just, just wait it out. Just keep <laughs> just hanging in. And that's kind of what I've always done, mm -hmm. you know, through better for worse. And you're feeling good about where you've been so far. Yeah. I, I you know, it, it's all how you, you're, you measure yourself, right? If I'm comparing myself to Brad Pitt, then I'm a colossal failure. Right. But um, I think I've, I've done pretty well, and, and, and I've seen a lot of people uh, have to go home and, and, and change paths, and I've been able to do it, and I'm having fun, and, and uh, it's been up and it's been down, but I'm still here, and at the end of the day, we're doing stuff that we love, and, and that's, that's part of uh, enjoying your life. Very cool. Now... Uh, on your IMDb page, it said Time Force was your first professional debut. Would, uh, it, did you have any projects before that that you were working on, or is, is Time Force really the thing? Uh, yeah, I was in a soap opera called Passions. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, hey, I yeah. remember Passions. that show. You remember Passions? I do. Um, I actually yeah, saw Passions. it. <laughs> I, think, I think I was channel surfing one day when I was home from work sick, and I saw it, and I'm like, oh, God, another one, and I just kept on going. That's, I think it's my exposure to Passions. Yeah, sure, Chris. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> no, it was Bold and the Beautiful was the one I always stayed on. That was the... mm -hmm. There you go. Because it was just so it was just so absolutely obnoxious. That's and I had to watch it. It, it. it was like reality it TV was. in the early days. It it was crazy. And back back in the late nineties, kind of that was the way. If if anyone, you know, if you wanted to kind of get your break, it was trying to get that three year contract role on a soap opera. Mm -hmm. Um and that was kind of you know, I did passions and the long of the short of it was there's been a handful of of, of movie roles. That, that I was so close to getting that would have been life-changing that, that just didn't come up, right? Mm -hmm. And Passions was one where um, it was down to like a handful of us to get this main role. Jesse Metcalf ended up getting it. Okay. Um, and, and he's done pretty well for himself over the years. Uh, but, but, you know, and then I didn't get the main role and then they gave me a, an ancillary role. Um, and then I ended up reading for Port Charles. And then for that same thing, it was down to like a handful of us guys. Didn't get the main role. And um, ended up getting this smaller role for the role of Kane, which was a blessing because the soap operas come and go. But because I didn't get the three-year contract with them, Power Rangers soon followed. And okay. I'm so happy that, that if I had been on the soaps, who knows where I would have gone. But I know with Power Rangers, I've had this, you know, 20-year history of just uh, continued opportunities that that, that franchise has uh, afforded me. Yeah. Now – Folks from like the original cast were saying they really didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Uh, they didn't anticipate. They didn't see what was going. They just kind of knew, oh, it was a kid's show. There's going to be some martial arts. We should be able to get into this and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Power Rangers was kind of established by the time Time Force came about, that version. 
So were you, you were familiar with it? Did you follow it all? Yeah. So I was actually older. I was 27. Um, when, the, when I got onto the show. So the rest of the guys were all 18. Okay. So, um, you know, I was obviously very familiar with the franchise. I, at the time I was still waiting tables at a W hotel. Um, so in Power Rangers, it brought me back. This is the third time. So I came and read for Lightspeed or Galaxy, didn't get it. Uh, I came back and read for um, Lightspeed Rescue, uh, didn't get that. And then this was the third year. So once I booked it, I was just ecstatic that I could quit a restaurant job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, at that time, you, you take whatever you can and, and you let the chips fall where they may. So um, I was very familiar with it and I knew that it was an awesome opportunity. And, uh, but I didn't realize how big it was going to be until mm -hmm. later. I didn't realize how big it was going to be. When you become a Power Rangers actor for the first time and you're getting suited up and you're doing your first run lines and you're learning choreography and whatnot, and you're first kind of getting into the mode of being a part of the show, is, yeah. in the back of your, is in the back of your mind, I'm going to end up being on the convention circuit somewhere along? Does that pop into your head? you know that's part of the package? No, never. And as a matter of fact, uh, it, it took them some time for me to get there, to, okay. to come to the conventions, because... You did the show, um, and I honestly thought that the show was going to lead to me being, at the time, just the naivety of saying, oh, I'm going to go be a movie star now. This mm -hmm. was just an awesome opportunity. I loved it, but now I'm going to go off to bigger and better things. And, um, and you quickly realize that that's just not how this town works. And a lot of the new rangers, I'm, you know, I'm very close to these guys, and I'm letting them know, like, hey, you know, this is what you're in for. So I want you to prepare for these things so you can handle this better than I did. Mm -hmm. You know, I bought a home. and and uh you know bought a new car and and suddenly it was like you know suddenly when i wasn't working it, immediately i was like oh my god i'm 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 going into debt like if I, I have this money and now suddenly it's going away so um just to be a little bit smarter as you go through with everything but to answer your question um i had no idea that there would be an afterlife for this from a power ranger standpoint as a matter of fact the first morphicon was in 2009 i want to say Okay. So a good eight, eight years after I'd ended the show and I, someone meant, no one mentioned me even coming to it. It wasn't even a thing. 2011 happens and they say, we, we'd like you to come to the show. And I was like, guys, I'm not coming to this show. Not because I didn't want to meet everybody, but I honestly felt like I'd be the, 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 the guy in college who's coming back to the prom mm -hmm. where everyone's like, why, why is this guy here? You know, he was a, he was a power ranger years ago. Like, we don't want to see him. Right. And they said, no, no, Time Force has become something very special. You don't understand. You've got to come back. Fans want to see you. And I said, okay, I'll try it. And the, and the, the reception was amazing. Okay. I mean, I quickly saw how popular Time Force had become, you know, right behind the originals. And I went, oh, my gosh, this is, this is insane. I never knew. Mm -hmm. And it just, it just carried itself from there. Carried itself from there. And you now it's – yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was just going to ask, uh, you mentioned being like eight, nine, ten years older than your castmates at the time. Was that an issue of any sort? Did you still hang out with those guys after filming or did they come to you for advice on the future type of stuff or how, how did that yeah, work out? You know what? I think I definitely took on a bigger brother role but they quickly realized that I was probably more silly and less growing up than all of them combined. <laughs> and if you, if you talk to them, they'll, they'll the always tell room. you. I, yeah. I, I'm the guy that was always playing the most pranks probably always at, you know? So, um, but yeah, from a, from a standpoint of they were 18, 19, I think they did look up to me as, you know, Aaron Cahill always say, I'll, I'll do whatever Jason does, you know? So, um, so yeah, I think that they definitely looked at me from a big brother standpoint, but, but we always hung out because I, I've always acted younger. Mm -hmm. um than than my actual age so yeah gee i have no experience with that whatsoever <laughs> none you're the biggest kid of us all I know. there you go <laughs> my um my uh my grandfather who passed away at 98 years old a couple of years back always always told oh. me he said never be afraid to be the biggest kid in the room there you go just do and it you're, and you're the tallest kid in the room too not often Especially when some of the cosplayers show up. Well, yeah. Especially with, the one, especially with some of the cosplayers in their drywall stilts. I mean, then then I'm like, oh, right, guys, how you doing? <laughs> but, uh, very cool. Now, um, I'm not. Forgive me if I'm I'm off base here, but in the bio information, you have two kids of your own. I do. I how do. old are they now? Fourteen and twelve. Oh my god! 
Yep. Mine yeah. are 17 and 18. So yeah, I, I, I know what you're going through right now. Yeah. Those teen years. Do they have a connection to, to this at all? Have they watched it to see dad in, in action or something like that? Or, you know what they have? Um, when it first started, I think they thought this is for boys, you mm-hmm. know, this is for little boys and it's a boy thing and, and all that stuff. So I think they glossed over it and I always have fun telling them how big of a deal I am. Cause I just like this just to joke them, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so they're always like, yeah, whatever, whatever. What they think is cool is the fact that they know and have the phone numbers to Cahill and so- Kathleen Sutherland, Nakia, they, they think that's pretty cool. But what happened was, um, as they got a little older, they started to see that their little friends that were boys were like, your dad is the, the time force red ranger. Yeah. And teachers were saying like, can I, you mind if your dad sends us an autograph? And they were like, Oh, this gives me more attention. Okay. Let's, let's ride this point, train. They were, they, they were into it. So, um, now I think they are because their friends love it. You know, their mm-hmm. friends come over and they take, take pictures with my action figures and, all, you know, now that they're freshmen in high school, they got young boys going like, your dad's the Red Power Ranger. How cool is that? And so I think they enjoy the extra attention as all kids do. It gives them. And um, more importantly, it's, 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 I've met a lot of, you know, really mainstream actors. So when we're on a plane with Jason Momoa and I can go over and say, Hey, Jay, what's up, man? My kids, you mind getting a picture? And he's like, Oh yeah, buddy, no problem. That they think is really cool that we can, you know, meet people like that, that and they networking. do watch. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm just going to say, you know, here, because, you know, get yeah. to hang out with Jason Momoa. Come on. That, that's <laughs> like, <laughs> he is, uh, he's quite the thing these days. And, I think uh, it's the Jason out. fan club. Yeah. There's lots of Jasons. Jason's. I, noticed, I noticed Jason is to Power Rangers as like, there's so many of you guys to keep track of sometimes. Yeah. As the doctor is to a TARDIS. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Um, weird experiences on the convention circuit. What's some of the, some of the fun stories that you can share right now that, uh, that I can share <laughs> that you can, that you can actually share. Now keep in mind, we're, we're not exactly R rated, but we're not exactly PG either. So feel free to be a little fast and loose with some of the storytelling. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a lot of stories, some of which I can't tell, but I will say this. Um, I think it's actually fascinating. I I've gone, I've been so, so lucky, so blessed to have been to um been sent around the world because of this this show it's mm-hmm. been the greatest thing that'll ever happen to me in my life i can say that right now from a professional standpoint i think i've been to nine countries in the last two years oh, wow places that i would have never have been to if it weren't for this mm-hmm. um being involved in something as big as resident evil which i never would have been involved to with because of power rangers and um i hear the stories of, of people that have gone through so many things that I've never experienced. And the way that Power Rangers impacted their life, made their life better, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the fact that gave them hope, uh, brought them together. I mean, stuff that just makes me cheer up. Um, you know, watching it with their dad, who's now gone, um, the only connection they had with their grandpa. I, you know, you hear these things like, like certain people like sports teams and it, it, it both enlightens me and it inspires me and it breaks my heart to hear these stories Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's what's been such a great thing about these conventions and going everywhere is just the, uh, the experience I've had and, and see the impact that I made on people's lives. That's awesome, dude. That is awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a gift. And I've heard that story often and usually from Rangers. You know, that's, that's yeah. the thing is they, I mean, I hear a lot of actors say, oh, you know, be able to tell a good story and become these people and kind of express this artwork. But every ranger I've talked to has been like, you know, to be part of this community, to have an impact on an individual uh, is, mm-hmm. has been like paramount to all of them. And it's just, it's so cool to listen to yeah. them talk about it. Um, yeah. Kind of a technical question. This is going to come from our Power Ranger fan that I was talking about, our buddy Ray. Sure. Uh, was there a specific person that you channeled to help you shape your character on the show or did Wes just kind of come naturally to you? Did they write to you or did, did you kind of pattern Wes after somebody else? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I think because I read for the role three different times, I, I, I'm a believer that uh, early on in your acting career, these roles you happen to book when you're lucky enough to book them mm-hmm. are pretty close to who you are in real life, right? You're just good at being yourself and you're bringing out traits of yourself that happen to align with that character at that time. Um, Wes is very close to who I am in real life besides the affluent upbringing. 
And I always say that, you know, his actions, his behavior, that's me. Okay. Um, Alex was more of the stretch, uh, more of a departed, depart, you know, he was more departed from my, my true character traits. But, um, you know, Wes was me. And, and sometimes acting yourself is the hardest thing because a lot of people, as soon as the camera goes, they, you know, they stiffen up and everything changes. hard to just be natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned a ton from, from, uh, from Edward Albert. Um, once we got on set, he was a, a seasoned vet, veteran in Hollywood. He had done a ton of projects up to that point. So having him there um, really helped me on set in terms of set etiquette and what to do and how to handle yourself. But to your earlier question, the, who Wes was, was very close to who I was in real life. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. And it, yeah. then you could, it helps you kind of visualize the scene a little bit more. You're like, how would I look at this? Well, you don't have to kind of put yourself in somebody else's mindset. You can draw right from inside and go with it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> now, you, you kind of hinted at, and I know Tanya's talked about it, Ray's talked about it, a couple of other folks. Time Force really is that kind of, more influential series of, of most of the Rangers ones. What do you, what do you think about time force that makes it so more broadly accepted than maybe some of the other more obscure ones? Well, my personal opinion on that is they, they, there's a bigger story again to, to what happened, but, but power Rangers was a non-union show in the beginning. And when they first got their first set of cast for the first several years, it was all about, I mean, the audition was, okay, get up there and let's see you move like a gym routine. Let me see you kick. Let me see you punch. Let me see you flip. And let me see what kind of martial arts or gymnast skills you have. We'll worry about the acting later. Um, during our season, and I think two or maybe a couple seasons on either side of us, um, the show went sad. And when the show went sad, they, they, they changed their format to look for actors more so than martial artists. So our whole audition piece was the six-page, just like a regular audition, six-page audition mm-hmm. that broke down the scene where, with your father. Um, and it was a regular audition. The way we moved, the way we kicked was not even a part of the audition. Okay. So what they did at that point is they were looking for actors, not people that can move. Uh, so they kind of flip-flopped going from looking for people that can move, we'll learn, teach you to act later. And this is no detriment to any of the previous actors, of course, right, right, right. to a port where like, let's act first and then we'll worry about the movement stuff later. And I think it, because they did that, they felt they had union actors, and I think they really went after the storyline and the, the character development and really, really challenged that. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what has made Time Force stand out a bit is that uh, the character development, the storylines were, were older, they were more mature. And I think it came off a little bit stronger. Okay. As the audience ages, I think they recognize that. Did, did your athletic background help with the role or did it help you get the role though? Uh, I think it did only because I've, I've always kept myself in really good shape. So I, I think in terms of looking the part helped, but no one ever asked me to, to flip or kick. Uh, a lot of those guys are eight, three black belts in jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And, and I always laugh and I'm like, I think I get a lot of credit on the street for being this UFC type guy, like JDF and these guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not that guy at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, um, but but no, I don't I don't think it did because there was there was zero recommend zero parts in the audition that was let's see you move let's see you kick I think they looked at me and said well this guy's an athlete you know we should be able to to, to get him up to speed for what the stunt doubles don't do okay and how so, much stunts did you actually do versus your stunt doubles anything in the uh, anything in the helmet was never us so. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything in the helmet was the stunt double. And then in the beginning of the season, because if we were to get hurt, it would shut down production. Now, back then, um, there was a pending writer strike that was looming towards the end of the season. So we, could, we had no time to screw around. They had us, our season filming six days a week, you know, eight, nine, 10, 12 hour days, because we had to get everything done in the can. Because if the writer strike happened, we were shut down. So they're trying to just squish everything in there. Yeah, um, so in the beginning, yeah, very little. Um, there were there were scenes where maybe my character Wes would run up a flight of stairs, and they bring a stunt double in with a with a wig, and I'm like, guys, I mean, I you know I played you know high level college pro baseball, like I can run up a flight of stairs. They're like, no, 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 don't do it. 
as the season progressed, we got to do a little bit more because they wanted to show our faces in there when we were in our regular tire. But in the beginning, very little, very little. Natanya, you've been binging on Time Force lately. Is it, what kind of observations did you have and, and any questions stem from that? Other than the monsters getting big and that cheesy fight scene, um, yeah. I've, yeah, it happens. Um, I find that it's definitely like a m more mature storyline. It's not um, Angel Grove with the high schoolers in school. Um, the, there are Time Force Rangers going out to catch criminals, that type of stuff. Um, and they're all like trying to find their place in this group. I mean, with Trip and um, Katie and Jens, all their their characters, they're trying to fit in with each other. And I see Jason's character, Wes, standing up to his dad and um, standing up to Eric, because I'm just past when the Quantum Ranger gets his powers in the Quantum Megazord. So mm -hmm. that's like where I ended um, today. So I, I find that it's a little different from the previous seasons that I've watched, where it was like teenagers in high school and they're worried about, oh, I'm going to do blah, 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 that type of thing. So I think it, it's more apropos to like real life type things is trying to figure out who you are, what your values are, what you want to do in life. Something at least. Yeah, it, no, it, 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 it does. And, and you're going to get deeper into the story. And, and when they, they start breaking down the love story that develops between Jen and Wes. They start to, to create the story of, of, of a young man who's gotten all this opportunity through a father that, that maybe is thinking more about his personal greed than he is helping people and how Wes confronts that. Um, the, the fight between, you know, the mutants and humans of not liking each other because we look different than each other. And there's a lot of prevailing themes that are pretty cool. And, and like you said, Tanya, if you, if you fast forward through the fighting, you're looking at maybe 10, 12 minutes an episode where you really watch these characters grow and, um, and find their place. And it's just a lot of themes uh, that, that are, exist today that are, that are pretty cool. And, and how it all comes together in the end is, is, is really well done. Even looking back now, I am always going like, wow, that was, I can't believe that they were, you know, how, how, how Katie handles Rancic and, and her father who just doesn't like certain people because of the way they look. And she goes, no, humans are beautiful. Why are we, why are we fighting like this? Well, why, what's the point of this? And I think it's pretty cool to, to look back and see how it, how it uh, can reflect on today's society. That's great. That is great. Cause I, I do the social commentary is so important because that's to me, that's what a good story does is it shows, it puts a mirror up and shows us, who we are, how we look at the things, and that's how we connect with what's going on in front of us. Yep. Did Juno join you in there? Oh, yeah, she's here. My, uh, my year-old Australian Shepherd. Oh, very cool. Those yeah. are cool puppies. She's, uh, she's oh, definitely... Blue eyes? Is that the blue eyes? Uh, no, she's got brown eyes. She's got a little... I think she's a little bit of mutt. I don't know if she's pure Australian, but she's definitely predominantly Australian. Okay. You know, she's very pain. Cool. <laughs> that's what she is. She's a nuclear reactor with paws. She has more energy than I ever will in my life. And I saw Bob go through Billy's screen at one yeah, time. Yeah, one, one of my really? cats uh, made a, a little appearance for a second before he jumped up <laughs> into his tree. Our, our pets are our, not just our mascots, but they are basically part of the show for more, more often than not reasons. Um, there you go. All right, Jason, so what you up to these days? What's some of the projects you're working on now? What's coming down the pipe? Well, guys, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's turning out to, to have been a good year, at least career-wise. Good. Um, yeah, I just got done filming a pilot, a TV pilot in Buffalo with uh, Michael Madsen and uh, Daniel Baldwin. Okay. So if you, look, uh, if you look on my Instagram, it's called For Nothing. Okay. It's based on the six-part book series um, that is available on Amazon by Nicholas Denman. So it's, it's, they're kind of slating this being the Sopranos. So we filmed the pilot episode in uh, Buffalo three, four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And the trailer is almost done. The pilot okay. episode will be done. Um, allegedly, HBO and Netflix are very interested in this. And uh, if this goes through, this will be a, an amazing opportunity for me because it'll be a, a huge departure from the characters I normally play. Right. But the pilot was filmed. In, uh, it would be filmed in Buffalo if it goes. And hopefully, once the dust clears and all this uh, going on in the world, uh, hopefully that'll be a cool opportunity to be in a new TV show. It's called For Nothing. For Nothing. Yeah. Yep. Well, we got fingers crossed for you, brother, on that one. Thank you. Um, 
Also, a couple things. Uh, they they re-released the Time Force action figure June first. Okay. So that's back on Amazon June first, and that'll be huge to kind of resurge up the uh, the Time Force series. And then Boom Comics announced that it's doing the sequel to Time Force in October. Oh, oh you know, so Karen was telling me that Boom was uh, active in in the Ranger universe there. Yeah, they're doing the sequel, so they're going to go back to Jen and West, the love story, what happens and start retelling this tale of Time Force. So Time Force is going to get completely blown up this year. Um, so this whole year is huge for our season. That's phenomenal, um, man. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's great. Yep. And then lastly, uh, we announced yesterday uh, Legend of the White Dragon. They're going to start the, 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 the Kickstarter for that again. Okay. So, yeah, so that raised um, over $60,000 in less than a day so far. Wow. So Jason That's David impressive. Frank, myself, um, Bat in the Sun Productions. So they're going to try and create some sort of a spinoff that involves some of us. Okay. And there's been many attempts to do it, but this one is already 60% of the way and day one. <laughs> that's great. So oh, that's Legend of the White Dragon's coming back. Now, so that's going to be on Kickstarter. Yes. So folks, if you're listening and you want in on this, look for that Legend of the White Dragon on Kickstarter and, and uh, show your support. Yep. Thank you guys. Yeah. You can go as low as $5. So Okay. There, there's there's ways that everyone chips in and we all have such a, a, a really large following so we hope this can do it and this allows us to self-fund it and mm -hmm. not lose control and, and get the project done that people have always wanted to um in terms of involving some of us very cool one of my last questions real quick um is there a dream project is there something that you you watch or you see or you think about and you're like oh i would love to be a part of that Oh, I, I always like stuff involving action. You know, mm -hmm. like I said, I'm a very athletic guy. So it's things that involve action are so cool. I, I think obviously, you know, the event, being anything involved with superheroes was, was always my dream. So if you get involved with, with something that's, that's superhero based, the Marvel world would be so cool. Um, I think Deadpool would have been the best role for someone like me because I think that my humor is, so, you know, similar to how Ryan's is. And, and uh, to be part of like a Deadpool would have been awesome. That's cool. Um, so that would have been, if I could go back in time, that would have been a dream project for me is to be Deadpool. Um, other than that, I think it's cool to, to, to have been given some shots to play some bad guys. Okay. Um, Beast Out of the Water was a movie I did. It came out on Amazon, I guess, almost a year ago now. Uh, Beast Out of the Water uh, is available on Amazon. I got to play a really rough pioneer who was slaughtering Indians and it, it was neat to play uh, a bad guy at some of these things. And I, I think that's kind of been fun for me lately to, to, to be a villain here and there. Now, um, I'm always in, Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yep. I always step on people when they're talking. I'm sorry. Or you see, this <laughs> no, thing, no, no. We're in the studio. It's easy yeah. to kind of like point and direct yeah. traffic and whatnot, but we're all like looking at each other's screens going out yeah. for the best here. I, I'm just like, curious. Oh. I'm always wondering uh, with our guests, what they enjoy when they're not working. Uh, what, do you like watching, doing, are you a sports fan still? Do you root for a team? Are you a Dodgers fan or something? What do you do when you're not working? Well, um, I, I, I'm a, I'm, I am a workout rat. I mean, I'm in the gym all the time. So mm -hmm. I, I do keep that up every day. Um, secondly, my kids, you know, um, I'm taking them to dance class and volleyball in school. So when I'm in town throughout the week, um, I'm constantly running them all over the place. So, uh, you know, that, that keeps me very busy as a dad. Um, sports wise. Yeah. I was born in Chicago, outside of Chicago. I'm a huge NFL fan, huge football fan. Um, you know, baseball, it's funny. I played it my whole life, but I, I don't really watch it. Um, but I'm all about the NFL fantasy mm -hmm. football. Um, nice. so during those times, like we're just, you know, football, football, football. So we're going to introduce um, him to Tulio when he comes to town. Yeah. yeah. I, I, as a sports guy here in town that I'm friends with, he's oh, okay. a local TV sports anchor who's a rain man with any sports knowledge oh you can ask. He can, he can tell you who won every Super Bowl, who the MVP was, who wow. uh, like the score of every game for real. He, he's a wow. nut. So. You could just pull the date out and he'll be able to tell you what it is. So yeah, that, that it's, guy. It's spooky. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, and that's pretty cool. And what's what's really cool is that I, I actually know the owner of the Buffalo Bills. Oh, cool! I know, oh, uh, yeah, I know Kim. Yeah, yeah, I know Kim Pagula. So it, it, it's it's you know when I go out there, I'm like, oh my gosh! I, I was out in Buffalo, right, filming the um the pilot four weeks ago, 
And I, I texted Kim. They own the Sabres and they own the Bills. Oh, they own quite so a bit here I, in Rochester yeah. as well. Yeah. Do they? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I was I called them up and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, there's a Sabres game. Come on over. And I was in the owner's box. And nice. Um, when I was in Buffalo, they, they gave me a tour of the, the stadium and, and the, the locker room and all that stuff. So I'm just a huge football football mm-hmm. nerd. And I, I love all that stuff. I'm hoping when I come out there that the Bills have a you know, a Sunday night or a, a, a Monday night game because I may just delay my trip a little bit and, and stay a little. It's not far, right? From you guys? No, it's, no, an, it's hour. an hour. An hour west of us. Awesome. What's yeah, we'll look into that for you. See if we can get you some information, give you a heads up on that. Yeah. Well, Jason, thank you very much for hanging with us. We appreciate your time today, man. And we're looking forward to meeting you in September. Yes. Very the date's cool. uh, September 19th and 20th, right? Correct. Exactly. Okay, guys. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out there. In New York has always been awesome, and uh, I've heard such great things, so I'm excited to meet you all and uh, hopefully have some time to get some good dinner together, hang out, and, and have some wine together. That'd be awesome. Oh, I love it. Love's a great idea. Great idea. Yep. That's Jason Font, everybody. Time Rangers, Power Rangers. Time Force, excuse me. I apologize. <laughs> I'm still sleep-deprived. I don't know why, but... Um, <laughs> Look for Jason on Amazon and on uh, Instagram if you want. All that stuff. Lots of different places. And look for him at the Total Sports Experience in Gates on September 19th and 20th. Thanks again, mate. And uh, have a a great one. All right, guys. Stay safe and uh, God bless. Take care. are back look at that we're still learning technology a little bit but doing this stuff from home is it's interesting because i you know i'm glad we got with zoom we can see each other right so i get i can interact off facial uh, expressions and whatnot um but it's 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 just in a different vibe it's different vibe i I would prefer to be able to like just kind of like look across and i don't know it's weird but my hair uh, was frizzy dan leave me alone i can see what my hair looks yeah. like now in her i don't like being able to see me i don't mm-hmm. mind seeing you guys oh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a yeah this is a little it, Billy, I don't want to hear it. definitely a little odd in because i'm looking directly into my screen and so all the other screens are reflecting back on me yeah. so i'm like definitely front lit so so how cool was jason Fount though he is awesome and amazing very cool. It's like I said at the top of the interview, man. I have, I, I have met several Rangers now. I think he's going to be like the 12th that I've, that I've met so far. And every single one of them are so freaking cool. Just easygoing people. Love it. I just hope he's not as um, prank worthy as the first Red Ranger we had. I don't know if we're going <laughs> to. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if, I'm a, I think I'm if we little... tell him a couple of Lost in St. John stories, he might try to like top that and succeed. I have yeah, a Yeah, I don't know. Those Red Rangers. He, 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 you he might want to keep, he 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 keep Jason Funk away from the, yeah. the walkie-talkies. Yeah. He, alluded, he alluded to being a, uh, the a prank, prankster. A prankster, right. And that's right. what I was just like, mm-hmm. Ooh, right. do we tell him about what Austin St. John did to our yeah, Rockies? I absolutely or? will be. Yes, we do. I, I yes, absolutely will be telling him all of the Jason, uh, the, uh, the Austin St. John I'm sure story. he's like, oh, yeah, he did it at this and this and this con or whatever because uh-huh. Catherine was saying what Austin did and things. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a little worried. Uh, I think I'm feeling almost brave enough to meet Jason David Frank at this point. <laughs> Because I, I know he's cool. From everybody tells me he's cool, but he does he brings a, a much different element with him to a convention, and so that's it. It creates its own interesting dynamic that I'm looking forward to seeing if maybe we're brave enough to try it. So anyway, that was cool. That, that was, was very cool. cool. Was, yeah. I haven't done an interview in how long? I don't know, but you in know what? The, this this is the season that of the campiness of the fighting to put off to the side it what i've been finding so far is truly the storyline between the characters and how um they're each coming into their own and making decisions and kind of changing their minds um Mm -hmm. because they were all set this way and this is how they were going to do it and then you can see like their characters turning just a little bit of a, a change because 
Um, it's not all exactly has to be this way by the book. Type so if I were so. to dive into Power Rangers finally, Time Force would be the, the, the series to watch? Yeah, because you don't need anything else other than mm-hmm. that. It's not like... So, so it pa- won't break my brain. Is no, it's not like passing completest. power coins from one ranger to the next ranger when whatever and then type this type of thing because it starts in the year 3000. But what I wanted to like call out uh, in regards to um, just the, the, the writers of the show or whatever, if it's the year 3000, why do you still need a robot to go like this to launch the zords into the air you would think that it, with the technology in the year 3000 would be so much more than a robot getting like this and uh, giving a good swat to send it through the time force gate mm-hmm. I, I, when you see it you're like yeah that doesn't seem right and and the power it's rangers fans out there the level of technology slowed down. Yes. Well, think about it. It was 2001 projecting to the year 3000. So there's that. Yeah. There's like, that. I don't know. I think there was more technology in the Star Trek episodes than. In fact, I, I just, <laughs> I was just reading a Spider-Man comic story. It was written in like 1985, but Iron Man goes, or, they wind up in the future of 2015, which has, of course, has time machines and flying cars. And damn, we missed stuff. out on those. Where's yeah, my exactly. damn flying car? I, so maybe yeah. the year 3000 got detained by the virus uh, of 2020. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> who, who knows? But, mm. but they, yeah, but they come back in time and it, um, they land in the year 2001. So. Come here. Come here. Juno! Oh! Hi, Juno! Oh, she's like tipping her head. She's looking right at you. Is basically what she's She's like, wait, I see her. I see her. Do you see me? Hi, Juno. Oh, she she keeps hearing me. So she's like... She's like, no, I want back up, Dad. Oh, it's funny because when I was was on uh, Discord with Sean yesterday, he goes, call Uh Athena. And I'm like, Athena! All of a sudden, she like went running for his desk, and he's like looking all, she's looking all around for me because she could hear me. <laughs> but she couldn't find me. Uh-huh. So he's like, uh, it's weird if she did find you. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> all right, so let's get back into the swing of things. We've got events coming up still. Yes, we do. Um, all things considered, if, you know, depending on, you know, we're hoping for hopes, May 16th, cosplay day and the cosplay PJ party at the 585 Rock and Burger Bar. At this time, we're not postponing or canceling that at this stage, but we're hanging in there for the 16th, but we're going to stay fluid depending on how everything is unfolding with Coronaville. There's some of their smaller events, so they're easier to change if we have to. So Right, right. We can stick and move and, and postpone and adjust if we need to on the fly. Uh, so keep in touch. We will definitely you know, keep you up to date on our Facebook. We'll keep you up to date through Nerd World News. Uh, and our Twitter feed. So there's lots of ways to get that information out. But right now, we're going to hang on to that date as a possible. We're going to get together. Could be the first big hangout after after everything kind of settles, or it may get postponed. So, But we're going to stay flexible on that one. Mm-hmm. And then FLX Con in Waterloo with the Finger Lakes Radio Group. That's been pushed back. Just to mention that, that's been pushed August back 15th. August 15th. And, same uh, place, birthday. same time. Same place, same time, 10 to yeah, It's my birthday. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, early. Yeah, I'll, I'll celebrate <laughs> really? it at FLXCon. There you go. There you we'll go. sing you. <laughs> Thank you there. Uh, and then the big dog, FC3 2020, uh, will be September 19th and 20th at the Total Sports Experience on Elm Grove Road in Gates. Right around the corner from Bill Gray's, where I will be getting a cheeseburger somewhere mm. along the line that weekend. Ooh, anyway. French fries, milkshakes. Exactamundo. All right. Did I miss anything? Is there a, an event that I have to remember? No, because we're all Nothing here. Else at this point. No, yeah. and I and um, I'm not sure what we're doing for comic chicks. If we're gonna continue, um, to do one on a Wednesday night or um, kind of hold off until uh, FOMO kind of puts the. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard because you guys got to get together at Ann's house and right. it goes late and there's that whole staff of streets and yeah. stay home. I mean, kind of I thing was and home and last week. Distancing. Yeah, this, that's the main thing is the social distancing and we can't stay six feet apart. 
mm-hmm. when we're opening comics and things like that. And um, every time mm-hmm. I go over, Jess doesn't want me to leave. And she's like <laughs> holding on to my waist like, and my no, legs. You, and are my not, you are now my Aunt Tanya. You may I know. Be. I'm trying to get out, and it, it's just not working so well sometimes. So, Actually, can, can I mention one other, because it has to do with comics. Diamond Distributors has now decided to stop delivering the, to comic book stores for um, the near future. Yeah, they, Anne had mentioned on Wednesday that they're not sending any new comics out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the distributors are not sending them to the comic stores, from what she said. Um, her, she got her last box... Um, was their pull list for last week Um, but you can still get whatever they have in the store and they said um, that like first print will bring them out to your car they will mail them to you they'll do other stuff yeah but they're not shipping anything new I think to the stores and then no new comics until probably this is over and then uh, comic stores can order afterwards and I, I mm-hmm. guess so. At least that's what I've read from my comic book store guys. So it's sad. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of sad stuff here. Well, it's not getting any less insane lately. It's that's getting more. Thing. Yeah, you know, it keeps taking twists and turns. But hey, we're trying to be safe. You know, mm-hmm. this in my family, we've had a couple of scares lately, but now we're we're using it as a learning experience, right, to keep ourselves mm-hmm. uh, protected. I'm getting to use my superpower of laying on the couch. There you go. <laughs> You're doing very well with that, aren't you? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty damn good at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friends. Here is the time of the show when I talk about the question of the week. And so in lieu of the fact that we're all stuck in our houses, Billy, I'm going to ask you first. Okay. What series do you think is binge worthy or something that you're binging right now while you're, you're stuck in your isolation? Well, I'm, I'm binging a couple things. I, I love Bojack Horseman. I'm right Mm -hmm. towards the end of the whole series. They fit, they dropped the the last season a couple months ago and I've gone through, I'm in the last few episodes. So I'm almost done with that. Then I want to go back and watch Smallville. I've got the whole box Mm -hmm. set. And at the time that it was originally on TV, I think I tapped out like season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they changed times or that's when I wound up back in the radio and having to give, get up extra early and didn't have DVR or something. So I have the whole box set and I haven't seen probably four whole seasons. So oh, I'm wow. going to go back to Smallville okay. and, and watch that to get my Superman fix. And I'm, I've also watched, uh, um, well, just movies, but like the watched uh, Wreck It Ralph, and now I want to watch Ralph Breaks the Internet because I like kids' movies. Kid, kids' movies <laughs> have Ralph been was cute. Was, yeah, was very cute. They, they they've been kind of soothing and fun to watch, and sort of mm-hmm. take you away from stuff going on. The animated fun movies. I'm gonna wreck it. Uh, yeah, I'm exactly. gonna fix it. <laughs> Good cast with that movie. All right. How about you, Danielson? I'm currently watching Farscape again. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. see, you yeah. I, you gave me a clue on that the other day when you had said something in the uh, the board thread about uh, get the frell together or something like that. I was like, oh, Farscape <laughs> reference. Yeah, I, I'm on season three. I haven't, I haven't watched it. In, in, I watched it a while ago, but I just for some reason it came up again. I thought, let me watch it again. So okay. parts of it I don't remember, so it's always good to you know, come back again. So. I've enjoyed that. So many things to watch, though. I've never watched it all the way through, but I have enjoyed what I've seen of it. I do like the the, the mm-hmm. characters are very interesting to watch. Yes, definitely, and very interesting take on being sucked into a wormhole in another part of the you know galaxy here, and fooling what you'll meet. So, yeah. And and starring original FC three guest Gigi. Gigi Agile. That's right, Gigi. Yeah, she comes in what, later in the first season, early in the second uh, season. I think later I think. first, early second, she comes in. Yeah. And yeah. makes quite the impression. Um. Yes. The G. How about you, Tanya? Fabulous. Um, I've been binging a couple of different things lately. Of course, mm-hmm. people understand I've been binging um Time Force Rangers, Time mm-hmm. Force Power Rangers. I started on Friday, 
and watched um, 10, 10 episodes, uh, nine episodes on Friday. And I think now I'm on episode 15. I was watching um, some yesterday and today. Um, I've been binging uh, Marvel's Runaways. I'm now at the start of season three. Um, Just finishing up season one on that show. What have you been thinking about that lately? Um, really. Some of them, they just need a gib slap upside the back of the head because they're doing so stupid stuff. But um, well, They're kids. Yeah, they, they are kids. I was thinking more of the parents. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. The, I haven't uh, seen any of season two yet, so I, you're further along oh, in the story. Oh, oh my God. Just what the, the – everything that the parents do, they think they're justified because they're doing it for their kids. Right. But they it's just – all the evilness that's in the world that that they do it's just ugh, horrific mm-hmm. um oh and like i don't think i'm binging anything else i've been watching um the card um i still have to see the season finale um, mm-hmm. i'm a little behind on ncis um <laughs> you, I, the 20,000 episode yeah the, whatever um, just a little behind on that, but other than that, I've, I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft, so that's, and WoW is doing, um, 100%, um, extra experience point bonuses on new characters. I, I'm going to be on tonight. I've, I've, so, I've, built, uh, I've been working on a subway in my Minecraft realm. Yes, we know. Connect a couple of places up, but, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to take a break from that. I'm going to jump on WoW. I might level an alt tonight for a little while. So, so yesterday, um, Dan's like, oh, when are you going to do this test episode when we're testing the Zoom? I'm like, I go, as soon as I'm done hunting an alpaca, he's like. Yeah, he was so confused. Oh, what? Him. He was it, so it, confused. It, it's, a, it's, <laughs> a mount, it's a mount like, for, uh, it's a mount for uh, World of Warcraft. It's a, a friendly alpaca, and it, it bounces around like this. It's really, really cute. So yesterday was my so day. Do I need seven. to play this game one of these days? I don't know. I'm yeah. Well, you feed it these greens um, every day for seven days, and on the seventh day, it's supposed to drop the mount that whatever. Um, so you have it as one of your mounts. <laughs> well, I didn't get it yesterday, and yesterday was my day seven. Oh my God, Sean's like, are she you raged. done? Are you done being Miss Bitchy Pants? Because I was just cranky the rest of the day because I didn't get the mount, whatever. My damn alpaca. Yeah, I didn't get my damn alpaca. So today, Sean and I were on before this, and I'm like, let's go hunting. He's like, okay. So it was his day seven, my day eight. Don't I get the alpaca today? I'm like, yay, I got the alpaca. So did Sean. Like, so he should have gotten at least one more day. Congratulations, though. I'm very proud of you for achieving it, alpaca-ness it never gets old to have the little things bounce around and that's ab's issue that, that, that's now, ab's problem because he told us it they're so and cute and now we're celebrating the alpacalypse yes mm-hmm. the alpacalypse yep we're gonna have a horde of alpacas so, yes and doing homework and trying to teach students online doing a lot and this is the new normal yeah, yeah. And, and as for me, I have uh, Jules and I and, and her boyfriend Josh has been with us. Um, we have been binging. We're almost all the way through season one of Airbender, the uh, Avatar, the Last Airbender, the animated series, which has always been a personal favorite of mine. Uh, so we're we're watching the adventures again and uh, enjoying that immensely. I'm, it's funny because I'm actually catching stuff that I didn't catch the last time I watched it. So it's like, oh, cool details. So oh, that's new. I remember that. So that's been a lot of fun. And like you, like you, Tanya, I'm, I'm up to date on Picard. I watched the season finale. I know, Dan, you have also. So, yes, Tanya, I, you catch up? So some friends of mine mentioned it online mm-hmm. to me. And I, I remember you saying that you're slightly disappointed, if I can. It was a good story. I think the whole, from, from beginning but, to end, it was very good. And most of the episodes always left me wanting more. Okay. You know, I got to the end of the episode and they would hit that final applause and you're like, oh, wait, what? And then you see the credits close, you know, like, pop no! up. Oh, no, come on. I wanted more. I wanted more. Um, I felt that the finale was a little too neat and tidy. Um, but my friends gonna, say they were crying. They, they loved it. it there was definitely is... some emotion to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I won't, I won't okay. deny that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and I think that's what up. else I'm going to, I'm going to binge watch that also. I, I, I would I recommend it. It was a good show overall. I really did enjoy Picard. Mm-hmm. You know, it was good to see Patrick Stewart in action again. Um, and being Patrick a lot of the rest of the cast too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cameos were a lot of fun to watch. So, but yeah, Air, uh, Avatar Last Airbender. Apparently I'm going to be getting into Power Rangers Time Force sometime this week. Um, let's see what else. I don't think there's really anything else TV wise. It's on my list of things to do at the moment. I don't know, but we'll see. Maybe there's spice in doctor who in my future as usual. Uh, Does it have Brit box? No, I don't have to have Brit box. Okay. So, but I actually, I, I get, um, I have, well, here, most of my doctor who collection is right here on this portable hard drive. Technology. And, um, and I do have a lot of it on Amazon Prime. So oh, nice. So I do. Cool. I have my ways. Mm-hmm. All right, gang. That's a wrap. That sounds like good. We'll do a little wrap-a-roo on that little one. And uh, so we're off and away for another week. So to all of our friends at home, you're listening to us. Make sure you stay safe, stay secure, keep an eye on things, and uh, have a great week. And we'll see you again very, very soon. So for Billy, for Tanya, for Dan, for Jason Fountain, for myself, my name is Chris, and I have Juno the Wonder Dog. This has been, cue the music, FC3's Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you September 19th and 20th at the Total Sports Experience in Gates. Love us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us wherever we go. And we will do what, Billy? We'll meet you to where the action is. So there's, that's close I, enough. It works. It works. It works. It's lead you to where the entertainment Thank you. is. Oh. That's the part I do remember. It's okay. It's all good. I like that. Meet you where the action is. It's good, too. All right. That's a great one. And hang on there, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye.